Hey, welcome to 49ers After Dark. We're your hosts, Jesse Naylor, Grant Cohn. No do-rag no do on for me today. I try not to do things like that anymore. When I was in high school, I had long hair, very curly, and some of the girls at the school used to like to cornrow it. I didn't do it, and I think that's kind of frowned upon now, but I used to go to dances with cornrows. I feel like Justin Timberlake did it, and so other white people did it, and it was a thing in like 2004. Now you can't do that. It was 20 years ago, but there was a time when I had cornrows. There, aren't, there isn't visual evidence. Jesse, it's great to see you. You look phenomenal. I bet you had cornrows at one time, too. No, no, I never had no. cornrows. Uh, I did have bleach blonde hair, hoop earrings, the that. whole nine. The whole nine, for that. sure. Yeah. I had bleach blonde hair, too. How big were the earrings? Uh, not too big. Like, maybe slightly smaller than Jordan's hoop earrings that he still has in. Oh, you went hoop earrings? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. Oh, that's dope. Oh, yeah. I went cubic zirconias. I had 13 millimeters. Did you ever yeah. go to the, the shop and get the fake ones and like the biggest fake ones? I got the biggest fake ones. Oh, so yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I spent $15 for these. Just so you knew they fly. were fake. Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. So thank you for the do-rag comment. We need to start with Trey Lance, unlike every other show. Yeah, so it seemed like, for sure. It seemed like his teammates really weren't going out of their way to say anything nice about him for a long time, and now everything's changed. Now, if there's an interview... Anyone on the Niners is like, have I, have I mentioned what a good guy and what a hard worker and what a great teammate Trey Lance is? I don't think I've expressed how much I admire this young man. I mean, it's over the top now. Where did this come from? It's a huge 180. Jesse. Man, I, here's what's interesting is, is I feel like everybody has their own agenda. I would like to think that his teammates just really have his back now and he's just proven things that he hasn't proven. I don't, I don't necessarily know if I can go with that. I, I use checks. A good, a good example, Grant. I feel yeah. like this is him 10 months later trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube. Let's, let's rewind that. Let's act like I didn't say we're back to 49er football as soon as he got injured. So to me, I feel like this is, a little bit of that, especially because he's like, well, hold on. Let me go out of my way to really praise Trey Lance here. I, I didn't buy it. I thought it was rather fake, actually. That's me personally. What was your vibe on, on use check in particular? It felt like self-conscious. Like, mm. like they've been listening to us. It felt like we forced him to do that. I mean, we've been banging on this, hammering this topic all offseason. And I feel like, you know, Guy Haberman, uh, John Middlecoff, I love those guys. I yeah. so admire what they do. And yeah, they're really I'd like good. to think that they're somewhat aware of what we're talking about, even though they're, they're, they're not just locked into the Niners. Um, but they brought up some topics that we've been talking about with them. Like, hey, man, how come you never bring Trey to these games, man? What's up with that? How yeah. is this? Like, thank you, Guy. Thank you, John. And Yuschek's a smart guy. I can see where they're going with that. He knows it's a topic. And he's like, oh, we, it's nothing. He almost made it seem like traded, like he invited him and Trey didn't want to go. That's kind of what he, <laughs> yeah, you know, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know why he didn't come. Like, did you invite him? Trey, that's Trey's why he didn't come. Good he didn't for invite us. Him. We, I mean, he leaves me on red all the time. Anyway, it <laughs> feels like they let they heard all of us saying, How come no one supports Trey Lance? How come all these guys are taking passive aggressive shots at Trey Lance? And they're thinking, Yeah, we've been kind of obvious about this. Like, we should be like cover our tracks, say the yeah. right things. Even if we don't mean it, 
I, who knows if they mean it? I don't know if they mean it. I'm, they're not a lie detector, but at least say the right thing. You're smart enough. I will say this. The one thing that didn't come from the team that came out a couple of days ago, and you know what I'm talking about. I, I'd sent you the super chat on your show with Larry the other day, kind of half joking about it. But the, the gentleman that came forward and said, I've seen Trey Lance for the last 40 days. He's talking about, he's on a Dallas Cowboy podcast talking about Dak Prescott. And out of nowhere, he, he offers up, Jeff Christensen is really good. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's a gentleman by the name of Trey Lance who's been there the last 40 days. This is different. You're going to see something different. He offered that up on his own. They're not talking about Trey Lance. They're not talking 49ers quarterbacks. I believe things like that when I see them. When I, when I hear a teammate who may have been criticized in the past about his relationship or lack thereof potentially with Trey Lance come out of nowhere and be like, well, hold on. I just want to say that, you know, we love Trey. I don't necessarily buy into that. What's going to be funny is if Trey Lance works out, like let's say yeah. Trey Lance, I mean, he didn't do it. He really just got injured. He's 23. Yep. that most rookies are. He's in his third year. He had kind of a false start to his career. It'd be really funny if after these two extended sessions with Jeff Christensen, that in year three, when given an opportunity, Trey Lance kills it. And in that case, if it happens, Kyle Shanahan's going to get credit for it. But <laughs> really, like the story here is that like Jeff Christensen saved the Niners, but potentially if this works out, because this is not the guy Kyle Shanahan told Trey Lance to go to. This is some guy that Trey Lance went to like as a Hail Mary last resort on the way out of town, and it just might work. And I think that's so Kyle, so 49ers, to find a solution at quarterback in, in spite of themselves. Well, and it happened and I love it by mistake. Jesse. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's, it's very really nice. Florida. I just right? noticed it. it's really yeah. nice. phenomenal. Sorry. <laughs> I... I also believe that it happened kind of by happenstance because what happened was Trey Lance was working out with Patrick Mahomes trainer to try to recover from this leg injury. Naturally by proxy, they are there. Christensen's there starts to work with him as they're going through rehab. They build a rapport and things work out really well. He sticks with Christensen throughout the whole off season. And so the whole thing happened kind of by mistake, which is great for Trey. It sounds like, Question I have for you what? is let's yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, what I was, was gonna say is like if yeah. Jeff Christensen can fix this dude in 40 days, what was the right. last two years? What were they doing the last two years? It's so frustrating how they wasted two years of his career and his rookie contract. And they're gonna say it's his fault or something, but no, you sent him to the wrong guys, you played him in running back, you got him hurt, and now Jeff Christensen is salvaging the situation. Cool. He could have been coaching him the whole time. I think quarterback coaches all have a different way of looking at things. And when you look at Quincy Avery and those guys, and then you look at 3D QB, which is where Shanahan sent him, it seems like both of them have the same mindset, which was there is no perfect throwing mechanics. Got it. We just want you to replicate what you what do best doing. over sure. and over. And can we get sure. you to do that? And so that was the approach they took. Which is but his, but his throwing motion was problematic because it led to arm sure. fatigue. And yeah, we've talked about it. So For Jeff sure. Christensen broke him down and built yes. And, and he did exactly. And so Christensen had a whole different outlook on it. Absolutely, which is great. And maybe, maybe, maybe Trey Lance wouldn't have been ready to to work with Jeff Christensen two years ago. 
Because I for feel sure. like what worked in Jeff's favor was like, look, man, you're about to wash out of the league. You know, yeah. you, you tried it your way. Are you ready to sort of humble yourself and start over? And Trey said, yes. Yes. To his credit. And I think maybe it was not just the right guy, but it was the right time as well. So God love both of them. I hope this works out. And I know that Kyle's going to get all the credit for it if it does. And I just privately laugh at that. But at the same time, I like Kyle Shanahan. So take it. Take the credit if it happens. You, you know the whole leg lock thing that, that you kind of brought to light through Jalen Hurts? Joe Burrow also had the same thing. The same leg oh, lock yeah. thing his rookie yep. year. Yep. And, and he talked yeah. about that and how it was yeah. an issue for him and how he Alex fixed Smith it. Smith had it. It's somewhat common. It's also, somewhat common. Com also common, by the way, that it can be fixed pretty quickly in an offseason if you really work at it. And that's what yeah. happened with Joe Burrow. That's what happened with Alex Smith. Hurts, it took probably two years, but he was also in college, so maybe a little bit different. So this is something that really could be fixed in an offseason and make a world of a difference. And I feel like this is a reason I've always been optimistic about Trey. Because I feel like he's so young and so inexperienced that as long as he is committed to improving and he buys in to the throwing coach that he has, he's, good, he's talented enough to work it out. He's young enough, talented yeah. enough to figure it out. Like Kaepernick was not bought in. He didn't want to change. It was for clear. Sure. Like Trey he was talented wants, enough, that's for sure. Yeah. There's <laughs> a smart enough if mindset. he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. So like Trey, his heart is in the right place. He's doing everything right. He just needed the right coach, period. And yeah. for whatever reason, Kyle couldn't find him. Or maybe Kyle suggested Jeff Christensen this late. I have a hard time believe, uh, believing that. But ultimately, I guess that's a footnote. Who gets credit for Trey Lance's? It, Jeff Christensen gets credit for it, and Trey Lance gets credit for it. The two of them. Yeah. God love it. And no, I'm saying, true. like, I've seen it too. I was at minicamp. I was at OTAs. His whole approach to throwing short passes is different. Yeah, We saw it two years ago. He was throwing those slants. We were like, mm, that's a little hard, man. You're going to need to take a little off. He has. He's doing it right now. It's a big deal for him. Yeah, I remember the very first training camp where it, I think it was the first practice. You talked about how he was missing high. And I, I remember asking you specifically, is it more on routes going left to right? And, and you had said yes. And at that time, we'd kind of diagnose why that could be according to their, you know, his current quarterback coach, McAvoy. And it just seems like, for whatever reason, Christensen was able to iron that out, potentially, in one offseason. And good on him, if that's the case. Again, maybe Trey needed to go through the first two years of his career, the, the way yeah. they unfolded, for him to be open to a complete yeah. reconstruction. Because, honestly, he needed a complete reconstruction. He was hurting himself the way he threw. Literally hurting himself. And if he hadn't, like injured himself yet he was going to so this is great he did it at a young age clearly that previous throwing motion wasn't so ingrained he can change it it's great it's too bad i mean it's just too bad that he couldn't find christensen earlier but again life is funny right life is funny maybe he wouldn't have been open to christensen two years ago maybe it's the right time and the right place for this to work and really it's not too late it's really not too late he's 20 no. he's younger than brock purdy harder <laughs> harder fathom He's he younger than a lot of quarterbacks that came out of this year's draft. He's the same age right. as, as Patrick Mahomes the first year he started. It's There's plenty of time, for sure. Now, and we talked about this years, two years ago. Who mm -hmm. do you want, Justin Fields or Trey Lance? And we went oh, back and forth. And the thing about Fields that made me uncomfortable, yes, he's a better athlete than Lance, 
And yes, he has more throwing experience than Lance, but his decision-making, decision-making is not necessarily something you can change. Someone can coach you, you can try, but that's almost something that's intrinsic to you. And if you make bad decisions, that's just going to keep happening and not just on the football field. And I don't know that about Justin Field. Maybe he's a very responsible person, but it seems like he tries to do a little too much on the football field and gets himself in trouble. I trust Trey Lance's decision-making. Yes, you can fix accuracy. And that's what that podcaster was trying to say. Like, yep. we've seen Jeff Christensen have crazy results. You're not going to yeah. find a quarterback coach who's going to really improve your decision-making process that much. You might make it easier. You might simplify it. But if you are Sam Darnold, there's, you're going to be <laughs> Sam Darnold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Sam. <laughs> Sam Darnold. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, was the deal, that was the deal with Jimmy, right? And yep. I feel like that's a big reason Kyle chose Trey over Fields. It's like, why are we moving off of Jimmy? We can't say it, but like, the dude makes the worst decisions ever. Yeah. yeah. Like, if the ball doesn't come out in two seconds to the first read and he has to extend the play, I don't trust him to make the right decision. Brock does better. But Jimmy was like, oh, my God. Something awful is going to happen. He held the ball for three seconds. Now he has to think for himself. Oh, no. It's That's the, not Lance. It's the game manager skill set and gunslinger mindset. Those two things do not marry. And that's what Jimmy had. That's kind of what Sam Darnold has. It's I'm not a fan of it personally. Trey's interesting because he has a he's a gunslinger skill set. He's a gunslinger. He's a good game manager. <laughs> but he's a game he's manager like, mindset. Yeah, but when he does throw the when he does play, he doesn't think and dunk. He does no. not think and dunk. Yeah. Maybe he'll start. Maybe now that he has a, a refined short stroke, maybe he will. We'll see. But he's Chris also Tilleric. he's also conservative. He he is a con he's and this was I, I Croc and I went back and forth about this around a year and a half ago, where I was like, my only gripe with Trey Lance is it's going to take a while for you to see the full array of skills that he has because mentality wise, he wants to protect the ball to the nth degree. And you're not going to see some of these amazing skill sets come through because of that. You're not going to see the crazy arm angles. It's it's going to take a while to pull that out of him. He's going to have to get comfortable. And he disagreed with me. I respect that. But I think that you've seen that. And when you heard Fred Warner talk about it, hey, you know, you got to come out of your shell. You got to take risks in practice. He didn't even want to risk it in practice. He wants to protect the football. That's what his innate ability is. So I'm curious to see how he grows in this league. All right, before we move on, last comment. The thing that I think rings the most true, that feels the most authentic, was what Kittle said during minicamp when asked about Trey. Mm. And he said, look, he seems confident. Not just confident, he seems like he's having fun. Yeah. And that's a big deal because it doesn't really matter the mechanics or whatever. Like, if you're on the field and you don't exude confidence and you don't exude like you're enjoying yourself, Everyone's going to know it, and you're not going to succeed. So that's a big hurdle to clear. And the fact that George Kittle offered that up without being asked and said, look, he seems confident. He seems like he's having fun. That's, that's big. Yeah. And it, 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 it says a lot about what he went through and where he's coming and uh, how far he's come. 100%. Sports yep. psychology. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> the thing with Brock was how mature and ready for the moment he was. Oh, yeah. That's what's so so impressive. Like, who are you? Right. But you got to remember, he is older than Trey, and he, he is, is more experienced than Trey. So this is Trey's journey, and this yep. is his year. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Chris, just in time for Trey to go to a different team. 
<laughs> Thank you for bringing us back to reality, Chris. Right. Mike drops with Monsa says Kyle was not developing a quarterback. He was using another version of his system with his quarterback, which is danger for longevity. He's good for a quarterback career and bad. It's too bad he couldn't stay in Atlanta for longer and see how, how that would go with Matt Ryan. The first year didn't go so well. The second year was phenomenal. What was the third year going to be? I would have loved yeah. to know. I would have loved to know. What if, it's, what if it was regression? What if it was injury? I'd love to know. We'll never know. Saul Rubio Matt Ryan was established, though, also. That was the difference. Oh, like Matt Ryan was established before. Yeah. No doubt. Trey will be great here or elsewhere. <laughs> I think everyone <laughs> is pretty jaded at this point. Monsa says Jed York, new claim to fame. I paid 20 plus million dollars to develop another team Super Bowl winning. Everyone's going here today. Like, oh, great. Jeff Christensen, just in the nick of time for him to go somewhere else. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't think Kyle is, is, is all in with Brock. Is that fair? That's just the inkling I get. I don't think Kyle is all in with Brock. Listening to that podcast, the Playmaker podcast, and the way that he talks about players as if they're not people, and the way that RG3 walked through his experience under the Shanahan's, I don't think he's married to anybody. <sighs> RG3 was so generous to the Shanahan's. Yeah. The whole time. He takes yep. the high road all the time. My heart breaks for that man. He got screwed. And what was his one regret? He said, here's what he said. He said, look, I played through my injury for all the vets on the team. London Fletcher. I knew it was their last go. I'm the quarterback. I got to play. Yeah. And I, he said, in, in retrospect, I wish someone would have saved me from myself. Mm. What a thing to say. And you know what, Kyle, Mike? You should think about that. Do you ever, you know, you do things in life and you, they happen, whatever. And you try to forget them, but they stick with you forever, forever. Certain things. I don't, know what, I don't know what they are for you or whatever, but that should stick with them. And I'm not saying they should feel awful, but no. it should bother them. Like we didn't do right by RG3 and he's the one taking the high road. And we're the ones over here defending ourselves. Like, oof. Anyway, that was a tangent. But uh, I respect Robert very much because oh, privately, yeah. privately after what he said, you know how he feels. Well, especially knowing that he did go to Mike going into year two and said, hey, I want to be Peyton Manning. I don't want to be Mike Vick. I want to be Peyton Manning. And they're like, his response was, oh, you're, you're not ready. You're not ready to do that. We need you to run the ball. It's like, his response right, well, was, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Yeah. This is, I'm not going to say it. Sorry. You can't play that kind of quarterback. Jorge Luis Sotelo says, greetings from the 305 gents. With the season starting in a few weeks, expect more super chats from me. My prediction, Niners go 13-4 and four and win the Super Bowl. Hey, I'm not going to dispute so, it because you're going to be giving more super chats, so thank you. <laughs> Monsa says, Jesse on Twins show, did I hear Lance is throwing with different arm angles? He was kind of mumbling. Did he keep some info tucked? Uh, I'll let Twin talk to you about what was said off air <laughs> okay mike drops with monta again brock is a gunslinger with a game manager's arm final nfl comp is tony romo minus some velocity which i think keeps brock from being careless like far i feel it i like brock brock is cool i wish brock i wish we knew brock could stay healthy that's the thing with brock and trey is like can you guys stay healthy on the field and will your team help you i don't know we'll yeah i mean 
I don't know. I don't know if there's like a perfect comp for really any quarterback. You definitely see some Romo traits as far as the the spin out. The arm certainly Romo isn't as strong. Romo was he bigger. Was. He was. Brock is small. I feel like the Niners oversell Brock Purdy. Like they say he's six feet two twenty. I don't know about that. Yeah. He looks like 5'11", 205 to me. And I'm 6'1", 170. I look at Brock, I'm like, I could take him. Are you taller? I'm sorry. Are you taller? I'm taller than Brock Purdy, yes. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Yes, I'm taller than so I think Purdy. his combine height was like 6' foot and 3 8 or something like that. I'm 6' foot and 4 8 In your face, Brock! <laughs> <laughs> I love how I arbitrarily compare myself to professional athletes and think I'm better because I'm like a little bit taller. I was so... <laughs> I hated AJ. I didn't hate AJ Jenkins, but I was like down on AJ Jenkins and I was like competitive with him because he sucked so much. And he was like, Well, my goal for year two is to be 200 pounds. I was like, You can't even do that. I'll do it. And I did, <laughs> but it was all fat <laughs> and cholesterol. I just it's ate just hella so eggs. you can do it. Yeah. yeah I was like, I did it. Great. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> so petty. I love that. Official BNA Music 88 says reports tried to spin Trey Lance's arm fatigue as him as a red flag for a failing body versus doing real journalism and analysis of his mechanics. So, lazy, thank you. Thank you. Mm. I just remember showing, um, when I started putting Trey Lance's throwing motion out there in slow motion last year, a coach called me and was like, oh, boom, I can tell you right now why he has arm fatigue and, and arm pain. Like, he is an arm thrower. He, look at his front leg. He locks it out. Like, I could fix him. I like you. I love coaches. Like coaches can be negative, but then like 15 minutes later, like if they, if he just had a week with me, I could fix oh, him. Oh yeah. That's, and I love that's that. Yeah. Christensen did that. You know? I f yeah. I think. Yeah. I also think with the arm fatigue thing is it did genuinely take a lot of throws for him to get there. And he would have never yeah. gotten there. Had he not gone through that first off season where he really had to throw, throw away more than he ever had. But that it did expose that there was something that led to that. And so maybe it was one of those things, kind of to your point, where if he had not been exposed to that rigorous of, of a throwing camp and a whole offseason to get ready for the NFL, it may not have shown until it was too late and he did have a serious injury. So you're right. I mean, everything happens for a reason. I just get the feeling that Lance is a natural athlete who kind of taught himself to throw. You know, he's from, you know, middle of freaking nowhere. Uh, I'm sure there weren't a bunch of quarterback throwing gurus. I'm not sure. I'm guessing he he didn't have any of that in high school. He didn't school. have that type of training. He taught himself. Him. Yeah, he taught himself, and then yeah. he went to North Dakota State, who has God knows who was the quarterback coach, and he put himself on the map, going undefeated, putting up 30 touchdowns and no picks. Yep. And he got to the NFL and realized, you know what? I'm a little unrefined. I'm a little unrefined. I'm also extremely sure. young and very gifted. I yeah. just need the right coach. I've never had the right coach ever, ever. Now yeah. he does. Yep. Now it begins. It's a big yep. deal for him. It's not like, and that's the thing with just a guy like Justin Fields. Like he's had the right coaches forever. High school, Georgia, Ohio state, super refined. Nothing much you can do about it. And, and that decision-making has carried over to the pros, the sacks. I mean, he, he gets himself into trouble sometimes. Yeah. Lance has just gotten hurt. For sure. Absolutely yep. has. And, and Lance, again, for as much as we talk about things and his finger injury and this and that, there was still some improvement from year one to year two. The climbing in the pocket was night and day. He, how calm he was, how calm his feet were in the pocket. He was so chaotic that first year. It, he was hopping all over the place. 
Chicago game, Seattle game for the small blurb preseason against Green Bay, very calm in the pocket. That was a big change from year one to year two. So, you know, things, injury or not, he can get better. So we'll see what's changed this offseason. Chris says Kyle's all in with Cousins. Trey will test free agency, and so will BA. Not trying to bring down the room, but you know it's the right choice for them. For them. I don't yeah. like the idea of letting Ayuk go. I feel like he's an ascending talent. I feel like he's an ascending player. Like of, of, of the Niners players, weapons on offense. If there's one guy who's getting better, it's him. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. Debo Samuel. There's... Debo's great. Debo has reached heights that Ayuk may never reach. But is Debo getting better? People say like, you know, when Debo's locked in and motivated and in shape, yeah, man, of course. Like, is that ever going to happen again? He's 27 years old. He's rich as hell. You know, he's like knee deep in all the DMs. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm just saying like, what are his priorities at this point? <laughs> Two years ago, before he got the bag, yeah. he was a second round pick who was freaking focused. I don't know that we'll ever see that version of Debo Samuel again. But with Ayuk, I don't question that with him ever. He seems locked in 24-7, 365. Maybe I'm tripped. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he'll get paid, and all of a sudden we're going to see him, you know, all up in the video, all up in the video. I don't, I don't think so, man. He seems super locked in, a real no. pro's pro. Debo Samuel is a better athlete than Brandon Ayuk. Oh, well, yeah. Brandon Ayuk is a better pro. He is more professional. He's a professional athlete. Is Debo a professional athlete? I don't know. I couldn't even say that. He's a great athlete. Is he a pro? I don't know. Prove it. Act like it. Sorry. I, I would say I feel like this is, is the offseason where we're going to find out if Debo is that pro that you're yeah. talking about. Because he, it, really, right? he looks great. I mean, he looks so good right now. Cool. And I believe that don't he's going to have a really good year. But here's the other thing about Debo. Don't pull your hamstring. For as good, <laughs> for as, good as he was. He can, that's almost impossible to replicate. Like his best season has likely already happened. Yeah, I agree with that. And people are like, you know, I, I just feel like he was so essential to this team because oh, they need he, that he, running back wide receiver hybrid. Yep. Clearly, that type of player takes his offense to another level. And that was him. But now, now it's McCaffrey. CMC. Yeah. And McCaffrey is such a better running back than Debo. Not even close. And frankly, he might be a better peer receiver. I think he's a better receiver too. So Debo went from someone who was like indispensable and essential to the team to how do we use Debo now? Like, what do we? It's true. Like, all the stuff we want to do with Debo, let's do with McCaffrey now. And Ayuk's the wide receiver and Kittle's great. So, like, how do we get him his eight touches a game? And they're coming away. So, anyway, tangent, but Debo, they don't need you anymore. And you're very expensive. So you better reestablish yourself right now. Otherwise, Ayuk's going to take your spot, and you're going to get traded, and he's going to stay. They need Ayuk, and that skill set is very, very unique. When you look at Debo being on the roster, you look at CMC being on the roster, you look at Kittle aging, uh, Ayuk brings something to the table that they need. He brings a deep ball threat. He brings he can be great route running. coverage. That. Great route running. Kittle doesn't yep. bring that. No, I, uh, Debo doesn't bring that. So those are two guys that Shanahan has to scheme open, which he can do. And once he does, 
their money after the catch in ways that Ayuk isn't. But you need someone that can beat the best corners one-on-one. That's him. You, you know what I want to see from That's Debo him. more than anything, Grant? It, it's not the numbers. Of course, you know, staying healthy is not. The effort. Exactly. It's When he's not getting the ball. I want you to block for Ayuk. If Thank Ayuk you. scores or CMC scores, I want you to be the one that's blocking on the outside, not Ayuk every time. Because Ayuk does it. Yeah. And again, like when Ayuk gets paid, he's not going to stop doing it. No. That's the question I want to ask. If I'm giving this guy a second contract, is he going to be the same pro after I give it to him? When Debo melted down in March last year, that was him telling you, no, no, absolutely not. I am far more immature than you think. Ayuk? Dude seems super mature, like McCaffrey. Those are two guys I would bet on. I would give them money. I would give them a second, third contract. Only thing with McCaffrey is he plays running back, and he's 200 pounds. It's dangerous. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike drops with Monsa says, without Trey's offseason emergence, Niner fans would have been shocked at just how much Kyle may prefer Darnold to Brock. Kyle wanted Sam before Lance. That is true. I feel like Kyle feels he was stuck with Jimmy for years and then he finally got out of Jimmy and now he's stuck with Jimmy 2.0. I think that's Kyle. Look, me and Kyle are very similar and I hate on him because I think I'm afraid of how much we have in common and I can think (laughs) like him. And I I think he's thinking, damn, just when I get out of this awful (laughs) quarterback marriage, I get stuck in another one. Damn. I'm going to bring you behind the curtain. So I, I did a show yesterday with the Vish and afterwards we were talking about your comment, how you've been talking about you're so similar to Shanahan. And so we started assigning, well, who's McVay? Who's, who's Mike McDaniel? Who's what? And we were, so we were assigning ourselves who we are out of the role. I, I thought it was pretty funny. So what'd you come up? There with? you go. Uh, I, I think we said that, he was McVeigh and I'm McVay. Yeah. And I, and I was right. McDaniel maybe because I'm more outspoken and willing to say right. shit, I guess. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what we came up with. I don't know. Possible, but I like that. <laughs> I could have it backwards. He, he might be McDaniel. I don't know. McDaniel's so good on that podcast. It's so, dude, he's just so, so willing to just put everything out there. Golly. He doesn't, he, he doesn't care. He's a huge ego. All. Not oh, at yeah. all. It seems like his attitude is, look, Kyle Shanahan's been taking credit for my genius for a long time, and yeah. I don't have to put up with that anymore. That's pretty much his attitude the whole time. It's like, nice. Keep it going. Tell us more. <laughs> Sam Darnold over Trey Lance every day of the week says my egotistic aura. I think that's a joke. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Dwat X says, you guys making me feel like Trey is worth a late round fantasy football roster stash sleeper. Also, you liking the shape Debo in. <laughs> hey, I'll say for fantasy, fo- it depends on how deep the league is. Is it a keeper league? Is it a dynasty league? There's a lot. If it's just a one year league, I don't know about that. In one quarterback, I would say no. But if it's a dynasty or something, sure. Why not? I wouldn't bet on Debo the rest of his career. I'm sorry. I don't know Debo that well. Maybe he'll prove me wrong. But the feeling I get from Debo is his aspirations are to be rich and famous, not great. Mm. That's just the feeling I get. He's rich and famous right now, and I think he's loving it. And I think I don't think he's as driven as he was in 2021, and I don't think he ever will be again. But I'm, Debo, prove me wrong. Please, man, I don't know you. 
I'm just guessing. It's the approach. It's the, the, the feeling I get. The way you show up to games. The way you're showing up for CBS interviews that you haven't vetted. I think you want the notoriety. I think you want to be famous. And I think you've gotten it. And I think you're having a tough time motivating yourself. And I don't think Christian's ever had a tough time motivating himself. I don't think Brandon's ever had a tough time motivating themselves because they want to be great. And I think you might have more actual ability than either of them. But I don't oh, know yeah. that you need to, like you had that desire deep down to be great. So prove me wrong. That's my, that's my reading of you. It's interesting. You, you talk about Debo Samuel, the way a lot of people will talk about fighters after they get paid. And are they still hungry yeah. to train and, and all these other things? I see it. I think He's hungry. Debo... He's I hungry. Think Debo felt like he, he arrived more than anything. I'm sorry. Debo felt like he arrived, or he thought he arrived more than anything. Yeah, he it's wanted the, to be like the highest paid it. wide receiver in the league, and he was like, well, "I don't understand." Like, well, maybe yeah. it's because of this stuff, dude. Yeah. I anyway. I think he's out. I think he's back with a vengeance this year. That's my gut feeling on it. But again, even if you get the best Debo because CMC is there, he's not going to be able to replicate what he did, and so that's always. Not that he has to, per se, but when you pay somebody that kind of money, you want to see them be the reason that your offense ticks, and that's no longer the case. And that's what makes this situation really interesting. Here's all I'm asking from Debo. I don't think it's that much to ask, given what he's paid. Weigh 215 pounds. Run routes like you did your first three years in the league. Stop dropping the ball so much. Three things. Weigh what you're supposed to weigh. Run routes like you used to run them, and stop dropping the ball. I mean, like you, you make extremely difficult catches. Like you drop ten percent of your targets. You can't do that. I come on, man. You should be still improving. Twenty-seven isn't that old. I'm you, you thirty-five. Know <laughs> you know what this feels like to me, Grant? What I have a feeling, and I'm not going to be there until day three. But I have a feeling that day one, Debo's not going to be practicing with the team. And the good, not so good. Debo's going to end up on the not I'm so gonna good. Freak. I'm not going to let him skate by. Every day he takes <laughs> off training camp, I'm letting him know. Because you know who won't? Brandon and Christian. Uh, Dog, if Brandon and Christian are practicing, why are you not practicing? Are you better than them? No. No. <laughs> you need to practice. I don't like I this whole I arrived it. thing. Christian didn't arrive. You haven't arrived. Wave 9 says bring back the black color rush unis. I hated those. There's Debo right over your shoulder. What's up, Debo? Right there. That's right. He's right there. Uh, good. Good. This is how it's going to be. Good. Brandon Ayuk made an amazing catch over the shoulder on a great throw from Trey Lance. More than I can say for Debo Samuel. More on him in a minute. More in a minute. Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Chris Delarico says, you won't say it, but I will. <laughs> the good. Brandon Ayuk actually practiced, unlike Debo Samuel. More on him in a minute. <laughs> you won't say it, but I will. Shanties have demonstrated that they expect a certain style of play from a quarterback of a certain skill. Yeah. That's, mm. that's the problem. And I didn't want to say it, but it's like, oh, uh, yeah, you have to run the ball 10 times. Sorry. It's like, why? But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Prove me wrong, Kyle. Prove me wrong. Wave 9 says, when Trey Lance and Mahomes were working out together, you know they were talking about how they will be seeing each other in Super Bowl 58. Probably. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Mahomes Kyle really does is... respect the 49ers defense. I'll say that. He has respect for the 49ers defense. And he, he also loved to shred them. 
Uh, Monza says Cabo Click has been making mistakes from lackluster play. Debo didn't run a route on Trey's pick versus Chicago. You can't even tell what route he ran. Yeah, he's not a great route runner. I'll say that. That's not his strength by any means. Wave nine says if Trey starts, you can expect BA to get more targets than Debo. 1500 yard season and Danny Gray will have a great impact. I truly cannot wait. Good point. It's a good point. Trey starts, you know, Ayuk and Danny Gray are getting looks. You have to wonder how much Danny Gray's career depends on Trey Lance. Well, with the 49ers, it's like 100%. Chris Telerico says, I don't trust them to keep BA. You have to throw the ball more than 10 yards to use a wide receiver's caliber. It's so true. It's so true, man. It's true. If they commit themselves to Brock Purdy long term, then don't keep Brandon Ayuk. You're wasting him. Wasted. Trade him for. Trent Taylor. Mike Dross with Monza says, my bank just sent a fraud <laughs> alert because I'm super uh, chat happy. I just goaded myself anticipating uh, you two during season. Appreciate the show, fellas. Thank you so much, Monza. You're the man. Appreciate you, Monza. We haven't even gotten to our second topic yet because there's Not so many super all. chats on this yeah. July 19th evening. Jorge Luis Sotelo says, Niners 31, Bengals 19 in the big game. McCaffrey's MVP with Greenlaw and Kittle having big games and wait for it. Trey Lance... As the starting and finishing quarterback, as soon as Trey Lance becomes a quarterback of this team, I'm picking to win Super Bowl, but not until he then. has he has my same Super Bowl prediction as far as teams. I just have the Bengals winning, unfortunately. Shay Lewis says, "Are you going to play the Niners mm-hmm. FF League?" Jesse stopped ducking. He literally just called me. Hell, literally no. just called me. <laughs> no, uh, can I be Andy Reid? Says the Ryan G. Hensley show. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There you Monster go. Said, if if it was if it it was Debo's effort, it's pitiful. Please watch. I don't like a player who holds out, requests a trade, comes into camp overweight, and gives effort like that after getting the contract. Like you're a wide receiver on the same team that Jerry Rice played for. Come on, man. Come on. And like, at least you put, put it out together, in the ether. I and I respect that. Because, yeah. like, if you can do what you did in 2021, hold yourself to that standard. You could be a Hall of Famer, man. You are, you are a Hall of Fame talent. I don't know that Brandon Ayuk is a Hall of Fame talent. I don't know. He's Debo a Hall of very good talent. but Debo's a Hall of Fame Hall of talent, Fame. but he's not going to make it there because of his yeah. professionalism. Whereas Ayuk just might grind his way there. Who knows? I don't know. It's a little early Hard to say work that. beats talent. But nothing beats every freaking time that works hard. Every time. So <laughs> come on, Debo, be the Wave talent nine that says, works hard. Grant, why the hate in the black unis? We don't get any new ones, you know. Maybe like a gold jersey then. LOL, maybe too much. I like the black unis. Right. I liked them. Hey, fair enough. Fair I, enough. I, don't, I, don't I will know. say, I'll say this about what Wave's comment is with the uniforms and in, in totality. I love the 94 throwbacks. They're my favorite unis of all time. We're going on like year four of that being the alternate. It's time to do something new. That be I, my feeling is that I don't like the color rush uniform, like any of them. I think they all look weird, and for really? kids, I like the throwbacks because I'm old. So I like nostalgia, and once I I like the '94 unis, and I like what Seattle did today, going back to their '90s. I love unis. those. I love like their those color are rush so unis clean. are the worst. So bad. Terrible. 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 Yeah. But their new alternate jerseys are super money because I was alive when they wore them, and it makes me feel. The thing about nostalgia is that you don't remember the bad times. It's just like, oh, 1995, that was the greatest year ever. All the good yeah. things happened in 95. Yeah. Good time. They should make 
those 94 unis, the permanent uniforms, and then have an alternate to that is what I would love to see. Yeah, but then if that happens, then in five years, people are like, man, you got to bring back those 80s uniforms, though. <laughs> or maybe that's even too far back, and I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Dwats X says, does Jordan Poole equals Debo Samuel? Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> 100%. I would have to say yes. Oh, no. I'd have to say I yes. I don't know. That's a great comparison. Thank you. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I do mm -hmm. think Debo should be like Jordan Poole might have been a fraud the whole time. I'm not saying Debo's a fraud. I think Debo, he's not a fraud from a talent he's standpoint. Wasted talent, yeah, he's almost like wasted talent. No, he's not wasted, but could have been more. Could have been more. Debo, I want to see. I keep saying this. You need to challenge Jerry Rice to the hill now, because I bet you we'd beat you. He's 60. Challenge him. Jerry Rice beat a lot of yeah. people still. I feel like Charlie Murphy's <laughs> talking about Prince. Challenge him. Make sure your Pancakes. friends are there too. Pancakes. Pancakes. <laughs> Basketball topic, GSW should sign Dwight Howard. Why? What is this? 2009? <laughs> yeah, seriously. No. I'll pass. I, uh, I actually kind of like the Chris Paul addition for them. Because here's why. I feel like they should have been running pick and roll the last 10 years with, with Steph Curry, but they use it more off the ball and they have this motion offense. And now that Chris Paul's there, like Chris Paul runs pick and roll. Mm -hmm. You're not going to like put him off the ball and be like, spot up Chris. So if Chris gets to run pick and roll, can Steph run pick and roll? Can we stop the Draymond green offense, please? Listen, I'm a blazer fan and we're trying to figure out how to trade Damian Lillard. So I don't, we're in a whole different Sorry. stratosphere over here. Okay, we have 14 minutes, eight topics left. Let's go quick. <laughs> have the Niners overpaid for Christian McCaffrey given the market for running backs? Oh. It's interesting. All the top running backs can't get paid. It's like, I don't care how good you are. You're getting a rookie contract. You're getting a, uh, maybe a franchise tag. And then, I don't know. Good luck. Find it. Good luck in the minor leagues. I don't know. And meanwhile, you got the Niners with Christian McCaffrey making... 12 million good money. A year. Good, good money. They, they traded like a million picks for him. Mm -hmm. Do they overpay for him? Is he overpaid? They overpaid for the position. They did not overpay for the player. And I think that there's a clear distinction. Here. The impact. Crazy. Yeah. It's too much, man. It is too much. When you go undefeated with two separate quarterbacks, one of those quarterbacks had never gone three straight games in his career without a turnover and goes four straight immediately as soon as you get on the team and the points per game go up astronomically. Debo Samuel was off the team for a few weeks. He was injured and they still kept it going with CMC. Like people His, don't even remember that. Dude, remember when Debo Samuel missed a month at the end of the season? At all. Nobody that remembers. The team was scoring 35 points. That didn't happen. CMC's first game, he threw for a touchdown, caught a touchdown, and ran in a touchdown. That's all you need to know. Are they overpaying for the position? Sure. Are they overpaying for the player? Absolutely not. CMC is worth every penny. Okay, so we talked about this when they traded for him, and I didn't like the trade. And you were like, "Great, you're crazy. And I was like, I just don't see how another horizontal passing target elevates this offense. Well, I was wrong. We saw. He absolutely did. His versatility, his running, uh, receiving, dual threat on a whole different level than Debo took the offense to another level. No question. 
So the impact that he, as a receiver, the fact that when he's in the backfield, you can't just sell out to stop the run. doesn't work that way with Christian McCaffrey. He's worth the money because of what he can do as a receiver. Well, because we could do it both. But the thing with him is you also have to keep him healthy. That's the rub with running backs. And if he goes down week two this year and misses most of the year, then it's like, well, that's why you don't invest in running backs, period, because they have to play running back. You know? So, yeah. so far, so good. He's made the impact and then some. But you got to keep him healthy. You did and it for half a year. Now you got to do it for this year and next year. He's pretty much got to have the durability of Frank Gore. And if he does, then, yeah, it'll be like the trade of the freaking century. But it ain't over yet. It ain't over yet. And Kyle's got just a miserable track record of keeping his running backs healthy. But this is a new year, and the past doesn't necessarily predict the future. So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because I am a Kyle Shanahan enthusiast. What's crazy is CMC, from what we've seen, takes care of his body better than arguably anybody. I mean, it's him and Bosa, really. Maybe Trent Williams. He's up there as well. But sometimes your body just doesn't hold up to the game. And if he gets injured, I mean, it's probably going to be because Kyle ran him into the ground. And that's what does worry me a little bit. But just player for player, what he brings to this team, man, it is so damn good. He's so damn good. I just want to say that um, I ridicule professional athletes a lot. And a lot of people are like, Grant, who the hell do you think you are to talk about these men who have accomplished much more and sacrificed much more than you? And that's a fair point, but I do it anyway. And I just <laughs> want to say, I really appreciate seeing a great athlete who's also a great professional do his thing in his prime. I saw Patrick Willis. I saw Navarro Bowman. I've seen some of the best and Christian is right there. I wish De Debo could be. It is such a pleasure to watch that man do his craft in May, in November, on a plane, in the rain. It's, it, dude, it's such a pleasure. So, Christian, salute. You, you go hard in the paint both ways. I will, give you, I will give you credit on the other side and say that you go hard in the paint. If you believe a player is worth it, you will. And, and even if your original opinion was that he wasn't worth it, you're willing to change your mind and go hard in the paint for them. And then on the other side, yeah, you, you, mm. yeah, like <laughs> Debo shouldn't like me. Debo shouldn't like me. He he should block me on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but if he turns his career around and go becomes a perennial Pro Bowler and goes in the Hall of Fame, I want a shout out. That's it. Just one shout. Remember out. when he and made it doesn't the even have to be videos? nice. It doesn't even have to be nice when he's getting his you know his induction ceremony. Be like, hey, by the way, Grant Cone, fuck that guy. Moving on. I would take that. I'd be like, yeah, that's right. I motivated you. So you can say thank Grant or fuck Grant. Either way, I, I need a shout out at your Hall of Fame induction if you make it because I'm taking credit for that. It's quality control, baby. Brother, two years ago, he already gave you the shout out. Two he years did. ago, he made the hype video on IG. And, and then he went like all pro. All you ridiculing so if he him. does it again this year, I've given him plenty of <laughs> uh, material today, yeah. baby. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. All right. Debo, I believe in you. I don't care. If anyone believes in you, I do. And Kyle will run him up the middle, says Chris. Don't even know who we're talking about. Could be Debo. Probably could Debo. Be Trey, could, be, could be Christian. Could be Christian. It's all true. It's all true. So, Chris, I love how, how like, jaded Chris is. And I know Chris because he calls into the cone phone. He just sits there in his car like. 
So he's just sitting somewhere like, yeah, it sounds great, guy. Chris, love you, man. <laughs> All right, we got ten more, eight more minutes. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do Rapid it. Fire. Give me the rookie or second year player you're most intrigued to watch in camp. And yes, Jesse is going to be there. Yes, he will. I will oh, be. I'm what? very excited. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, behind the tree, like. Uh, yeah, I've got two of them. I've got two of them. Spencer Burford, Samuel Womack. Spencer Burford, Samuel Womack. Samuel Womack. Two very different reasons. Samuel Woolback, I think, showed a ton of flash last year, even on special teams. It seemed like every week he would flash. You, you saw him on special teams. You saw the impact he would make. He started the season last year, and then he, by game two, wasn't the starter all of a sudden. I think he can be a hell of a player. And Spencer Burford split time last year as a rookie to get on the field in the offensive line. I think he accomplished a lot. I think he can be a really good football player in this league, and I'm excited to see what he does this year. Spencer Burford, for sure, excited about as well. I feel like Spencer Burford had the best season of the Niners rookies last year. Like, he played, I mean, who am I missing? Well, Brock. Brock. But Brock, yeah, Brock, like Brock, yeah. Brock played half a year. Like, Spencer was there the whole time. And he wasn't a full-time starter, but he played most of the snaps. And, I mean, Aaron Banks didn't do that as a rookie. It's hard to do. So, I mean... Yeah. I thought he he seems like he seems like a real pro to be able to pull that off as a rookie. And you played left tackle in college, and you just be like, "Hey, Daniel Brunskill, that's my job now. Thank you very much. Right, yeah, right, yeah. hard. And Thank I'll you very take much. That. I'll take that. And it's like you've been doing this for a long, lot longer than me. So I, I like Burford. I believe in him. Um, but I'm super intrigued in Jake Moody, man. I mean, I don't like watching kickers, but this dude has more pressure on him. I mean, this guy has as much pressure on him as anyone on the freaking team because he could do whatever in the regular season. Great, whatever, 13 and four, no pressure. Every freaking kick in the playoffs is going to be so heavily scrutinized if he misses any of them, any of them. God forbid he misses a kick and that's the reason they lose a game. Like, So it's just going to be interesting to see him all year sort of like build up to that because he knows he's in that spot. You're replacing Robbie Gold. You know who Robbie Gold is. He's a borderline Hall of Famer, and this is a win-now team, and Robbie wanted to come back, and he's still freaking available, and they're like, saved $3 million going with you, so make it worth it. And a third-round pick. Uh, yeah, like, I, it's you, not like they, like Jimmy's expensive. They went with Brock. Like, gold? They could have had him. I mean, he's, they oh, could yeah. still have him. When you look at Moody, nothing he does in the regular season matters. And uh, you're right. It's because of Robbie Gold being perfect in the postseason. And so even if he kicks five, 60 yarders in the regular season, that's all great. But you better make every single thing come playoff time. That's what the expectation is. And that's it's not fair, it's an impossible expectation to live up to. So hard. So yeah. I, I just want to see how he responds to um, dizzying pressure. That mm -hmm. I couldn't even fathom and wouldn't want in my life. Yeah. I didn't like the pressure of being a varsity athlete in high school. Like, <laughs> too much at stake. This coach yeah. is yelling at me. Leave me alone. Stop. <laughs> but now, like, Jake, hey, man, just be perfect. Okay, thanks. I got yeah. it. Yeah. I, he's got a monster leg. I saw him hit a 60-something yard kick. I also saw him miss a 38-yarder. And I'm not saying Robbie didn't miss stuff like that, but it's like, if you miss it, people aren't going to forgive you. If Robbie missed it, they'll be like, yeah, well, he's perfect in the playoffs, so chill, chill, chill. He's 40 years yep. old. We know Robbie. Yep. They don't know you. You don't know you. 
You're learning you. Yeah. We'll see what you got. Like you made some big yeah. kicks in college. Nice. That's not the same. <laughs> At all. It's not the same. All right. At give all. me a training, a training camp battle you are eager to watch. Oh, I, I would say the cornerback group as a whole. I mean, I think it, it certainly seems like the starters are almost a lock, although you're not sold. I know that you're not sold on Demo maybe as much. So maybe that spot, but I'm not like against Demo if he's watching. Like, I yeah. respect he like Demo's a pro. That's what I want to say about Demo. Yeah, he's a real pro. I respect like Ambry. I don't know Demo yeah. for sure. But it's like, man, you're five ten. It's tough to play corner at five ten. You got to be, and I know Jason Verrett pulled it off, but like, you don't have a forty inch vert, and you kind of do get mossed at the catch point. So I don't know. We'll see. You might be right, Nickel. I don't know. He's an Oregon duck. He'll be fine. Let's be clear about that. Uh. <laughs> Respect, Demo. You're, you're, the, you're, you're the truth. You, you work hard. And what's cool is he battles with Ayuk every day. And Ayuk's yeah. an asshole. Like, Ayuk's a prick, and I love that about it. He's so salty. And he gets in Demo's face, and I think that made Demo a lot better. Like, Ayuk's going to whoop you and talk to you about it. So you better show up. Remember your story about how Demo and him argued about who was faster? That spilled over on IG. Did you see that this last I week? I did not. Oh, yeah. Ayuk was like, you're slow. You've always been slow. And Demo's yeah. like, I'm literally faster than you. Like, you can look up the time. Yeah. There's so yeah. many things you could yeah. say. I'm literally, they drafted me because I ran a 4 3. It was pretty funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah. It spilled over yeah. on IG. Demo said something like, Can't wait for camp. Uh, gonna prove I'm faster than you or something like that. And Ayuk's like, Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, it's so good. So good. Like, that's their, that's their back and forth. That's how they're connected. I love it. Last thing with the, with Demo, I feel like part of the reason I didn't like him is his number thirty-eight. Oh, it's such Awful. a bad number. Yeah. It's terrible. Now he's yeah. number two. I'm like, okay, all right, yeah, buddy, <laughs> yeah. Now. yeah. Thirty-eight yeah. is awful. So a terrible number. Terrible. It's the number. worst. Yep. Um, did I give a training camp battle to watch? No. No. Okay. Okay. How about that? How about that slot receiver spot? Jawan Jennings to me is a little overrated. Like he's good, but he drops like all the passes except for some. Sorry, Jawan, but like you drop hella passes and you can't. Like he drops 12% of his targets. What, what can, I want to see what Ronnie Bell can do in the slot. I want to see what maybe like. You know, Debo could do in the slot and Ray Ray out. Like, Ray Ray deserves more freaking playing time. Jawan's cool, but for a, a possession receiver who's basically like he runs a seven-yard route and cuts in or out, and that's essentially what he does, or he blocks, like, I'd like him to catch the ball more often. So I, I kind of want to – I'd like there to be a competition in, at that slot receiver spot. By Ronnie Bell. He's – Ray Ray. Uh, no, I, I don't think – I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he's potentially traded because this is the last year of his deal. And if there are enough receivers that show out and somebody does show that they can take that spot, you might see a late offseason trade. I'm not predicting it, but I wouldn't be shocked. Jennings is kind of like the Robbie Gold of slot receivers, though. Like, yeah, I'll miss a chip shot here or there in the regular season, but if you need it on third down, I got you guarantee I'm not dropping it on third down. That's the way I feel with Jennings. I'm very comfortable yeah. with him getting the ball in that situation. I, I, maybe it's not his fault, but like the where, where you're throwing him the ball over the middle, all that contact, he's expecting yeah. it. He's also trying to make a play after it. 
Like I, he seems like the kind of guy who starts running before he catches the ball. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he has a hand-eye coordination issue. It's just he's no. in traffic. He knows he's in traffic. He's tough. He knows the hit's coming. He's, he's not trying to catch the ball and take the hit and go down. He's trying to t- catch the ball, take the hit, spin off of it, get more yards. And I respect that. But Well, he's catching it short of the sticks often. And so yes. that'll do that for sure. Yeah. But the downside is you throw him that ball over the middle in traffic, he might take his eyes off it and it might tip off his hands. And I think that that does happen. Like there are some interceptions when you throw to Jennings that are on Jennings, not on you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. I want to see if Ronnie Bell doesn't do that. Like, like Jennings is cool, but he runs a four eight. What about Ronnie Bell? I want to see what Ronnie Bell can do. He looked good in minicamp. I want to see Ronnie Bell. He's a very willing blocker, also. Yeah. Bell is. Yep. Give me the players with the most to prove in camp. Okay, I've got five of them. I'll throw them out cool. real quick. You agree, disagree. TDP. We know that third round picks that are running backs get cut in year two. So he better oh, prove he that knows he's ready too. to go. Yeah, he knows. They should just put Trey Sermon's face on his locker and be like, hey, have a good day at camp today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a good day at camp today. Javon Kinlaw, who, yep. I mean, really last year was no his doubt. prove it year, but he's got a second chance at a prove it year. So he's got to do it. I've been Ambry on Thomas. His, he was drafted with Javon. Oh, yeah. And my whole thing with him was, was like, I saw him as a rookie in the one-on-one drills, and I was like, no, you're not a pass rusher. You need to practice. Like You, you have Chris Kacarek. You have talent. Given time on task, you could do it. But he, he never, his knee never allowed him the time on task, which mm-hmm. wasn't his fault. And what I've noticed this year is he has had no setbacks, no time off. And if he could actually have an entire offseason, OTAs through camp where he got to do that drill every day, I wouldn't bet against him. So, Javon, God love you. Good luck. I see what you're doing. You're on a streak. You just might do it. So, I'm open-minded about Javon Kinlaw. I just felt like he needed that time in practice. I think his coaches have said it too, and I think he's getting it now. He's a little bit older than Trey Lance, but he's still got gas in the tank. He needs his need to cooperate, and so far it is. So, good luck. Yeah, it's interesting. Me and Javon are super he's, good friends now. He's watching. He's like, thanks, Grant. <laughs> thanks, 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 man. Bro. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, but I, uh, <laughs> I tried to tell him, like, man, I, it was John's fault. I've been criticizing Lynch the whole time. Um, more, more players to prove again. Yeah. Ambry Thomas, you just talked about him. I mean, he's fighting for his career right now. Absolutely. I've pretty much written career. him off. Pretty much written him off. Ambry Thomas, here's Ambry Thomas in camp. Someone catches the ball and they're wide open. You're like, why was that guy wide open? And you're like, who is the closest DB? Ambry. Mm. When a guy catches a ball in camp and he's wide open, chances are Ambry was covering him. And he's so far away, it's almost like he doesn't want the reporters to know who was covering him. He's like, it wasn't me. I was six yards away. No, Ambry. It was you. Mm. And when I, we asked uh, Corey Undlin last year, I remember I asked him during camp, DB coach, what are you seeing from Ambry? He said, oh, he's getting better, man. He's a lot closer. To the receivers on the balls. A lot closer. Yeah. I don't know about Amory, man. I just don't know. We'll see. Don't know. Yeah, we will see. I, we'll see. I'm i rooting for him. I really like Amory Thomas. Danny Gray is another one. I mean, he might be off this team as well. I think he's fighting for a spot, especially if Trey Lance is not the starter. Enough. Can't do enough, in my opinion. Good deep threat. but And he's a good route runner. Like He can get open on a route, on a slant. But he's gonna try to catch it with his chest, and it's gonna clink off. I, I don't trust his hand-eye coordination at all. I don't know. He's he's like a body catcher all the time. 
I don't get he it. He also not was not a willing blocker like Ronnie Bell that we just talked about last year anyways. So he's got to be a willing blocker going forward, no doubt about it. And I'm going to give you a surprise name. Maybe it's a surprise name. I don't think it should be a surprise. Elijah Mitchell, man. You got to stay healthy. And I think yeah. you can be a very damn... I mean, you can be a damn good player on this team. You also might not get more than 20 or 30 carries if you can't prove that you can stay healthy throughout this training camp. So I think he's got things to prove as well. Stay healthy, man. Elijah Mitchell has been hurt like since the end of 2021. It yeah. feels like he's been hurt though. He's been hurt since he's been drafted. Like just stay yeah. healthy somehow. And it's like he was hurt in minicamp. He wasn't out there. He was doing something. I they they haven't put him on pup. They put Darrell Luter Jr. on pup. Um, but like, man, pulling muscles, like Jordan Mason isn't. Rough. He's coming for your job no. and he's healthy every day. And he plays yeah. really hard. True, that's a good one. Hell of a player. He's in the most Mason. proven camp. Also, you gotta say Trey Lance. Oh, yeah, for sure. Trey Lance. My God. Yeah. I mean, 100%, I don't yeah. know that there's anyone under more scrutiny in the NFL yeah. in camp. Than, than Trey. For sure. Yes. It's unfair. The the level of scrutiny he's going to get, but pff, come on. Come he's on. on that list. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. A, a big omission by me. You're absolutely right. Trey Lance, Correct. 100%. No yes. I know. Cause yes. you, you were thinking it's like, let's have a topic where we don't talk about quarterbacks, right? That's <laughs> what I'm trying all the that's time. That's what but you're thinking. He's got to be on that list. Yeah. He's the number one guy on that list, actually. I mean, it's to Fair the point where. What I used to do in training camp after a practice was do the good and the not so good. It's a good, it's a good, you know, my, my judgment is good and not so good. But the quarterback thing overshadows all of that, that I have to do a breakout quarterback competition first. Here's what Trey did. Here's what Darnold did. No one gives a shit what Darnold did. Here's what <laughs> Trey did. And I have to explain that with all the context. And then I do the good and the not so good because that would be, I mean, you have to break it out. You have yeah. to. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, so it's more work for I me. Thanks a lot, Trey. <laughs> Appreciate you. Seven oh seven. I gotta go. You got anything uh, going on tonight? Nope. I'm gonna relax with the wife and watch some shows. Chill. What you watching? The calm before the storm, Grant. It's the calm before the storm. What you watching? Probably like Temptation Island or something that she loves to watch, and I also. Have a guilty pleasure for. I love shows like that. <laughs> Been watching Suits recently. You heard of it? A show I have not. Like ten years ago, it's about like lawyers and stuff. They try to make it like glamorous, like ooh, look at, look at this. Uh, but Meghan Markle's in it, which is hilarious. <laughs> Before she was famous, you watched just, the quarterback show. You watched that no, at I all? Yet. I just oh watched the suit. Why is Meghan Markle in it? No, but it's so good. You have to watch oh. quarterback. The quarterback. Netflix show. You oh, I thought I said something about Meghan Markle and you were like, oh my no, God. No, I, just, I know, but it just, I, sorry. That's where, that's where my mind went. <laughs> I just think it's super funny that Prince Harry was watching that suit, that suit show 10 years ago and was like, oh my God. That's the one. I think it's super funny. Dude was thirsty as hell. He DM'd yeah, yeah he was. Such he a good cashed actress. in too. Cashed in. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see if anyone else wrote us things. And Kyle went up the middle. Yup. Sheila Monkeo, new member. Thank you very much. Justin Lomker, did the Niners intentionally tank Trey's trade value to lessen the pressure on Lance as opposed, as opposed to cripple the young man before he can show us what he has? 
You really give the Niners the oh, benefit God, of the doubt of having a plan? Much. No, that's no. You really think they know what the fuck they're doing, Justin? <laughs> I would think the evidence would point to the contrary. Uh, I would even think they would say they don't know what the fuck they're doing, but they're willing to react to good things that happen in spite of them. Like Brock Purdy being better than Jimmy Garoppolo. They didn't see that coming. Yep. Nelson says, even, I don't know if he is better than Jimmy, though. That's the last thing I wanted to say. I guess we'll have to see about that. Yeah, he. I mean, last year he was. I'll give him credit for that. But but that doesn't mean he will be. Going you got to have longevity. Yeah, you got to have. Here's some what I want to say about Brock before we move. I feel like Brock is as good as the team around him. And right now he's so freaking cheap that you could put a, a monster team around him. But if you really think he's elite and you really want to start paying him thirty, forty, fifty million dollars a year, and you have to take away some of those weapons or the defense, what do you think's going to happen, man? You to put the team on his back. What do you think is going to happen? I know it's going to happen. So, good story, but I think it's a good value. It allows you to, to put all your money into every other position, but let's not act like he's actually worth $40 million playing the way he played. You could just take Christian McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk off the tee. Be like, it's you, Travis Kelsey, and a bunch of nobodies. Go get him. Like, I don't know about that. It, what's tough about it, and I would love to give this person credit for the take, but I don't know if they want it out there because they easily could say it themselves and have not, but I'll just say it. If you were to swap Pickett and Purdy, what's the difference? I mean, Pickett actually is pretty decent when you the watch The difference him play. is that Pickett would have hella hype because he's on the Niners. Right. He would... I mean, the team would play well with Pickett or would have played. Purdy well would with be Pickett. on the Steelers, kind of struggling with Matt Canada and his stupid right. offense and his lack of, yeah. Nelson and freaking Najee Harris or whatever his name is who from, yeah. he's from out here. Sorry, Najee, but damn. Nelson said, hey guys, the running back rotation should be CMC, Mason, Mitchell, TDP. Also, Lance will start. He will have an amazing training camp. I think that's possible. Pat says, what major player is going to get hurt within the first three games like every year? Uh, I can't predict that. I can't. I hope it's not that. CMC. That's no, all I'm saying. No. You're lucky I got here late since Niners rule. I got a personal question for you. Maybe next time it's about your response to me paying you fifty dollars for that. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I found out on good authority that lap dances are much more than fifty dollars. So yeah. I don't know who you are or who you think I am, but if you want a lap dance, <laughs> Niners rule, I'm gonna need at least. A buck twenty. <laughs> Why do you know that? I have standards. Why do you know that? <laughs> it just it felt like a good number. Sure, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Niners rule, thank you very much. Very generous. Is threads better than Twitter? Haven't been on it yet. Doesn't seem I'm like it really caught fire. Really. Yeah. Uh Trey under more scrutiny than Zach Wilson. Oh, dude, yeah, bro. That's crazy. It's so crazy. Camp tickets sold out already. Y'all are despicable. It looked like two years ago, camp tickets were a dollar or free. Now they're yeah. gouging fans. To see. And they're sell, sold out, yeah. And they like they get expensive on stuff. Huh? Oh, the resale is like $130. Luckily, I have the hookup. David, shout out David, season ticket holder, got me my tickets before. Didn't have like, to worry you, about it. Yeah. Wow. Hey, man, it just shows everyone's a content creator now, right? Two years mm -hmm. ago, everyone's like, I think I'll go. Like now it's like, I gotta get my views. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I feel it. I've been getting views off that for a long time. Jesse, thank you. Absolutely. I'll see you guys. I'm not sure when. I gotta talk to the coach. I'm getting my kitchen renovated. 
and it's just the loudest shit so ever loud. from like yeah. seven in the morning until five in the afternoon. So figure it out. Good Is show. it? Does it sound like? Never mind. I I can't even do it. It'd be a bad joke. I'll say it off camera. Whatever. See ya. Let me tell everyone <laughs> something really uh, humbling that happened to me before we leave. I told Jesse already. So I bought the, the house I bought last year. It's like eighty five years old, pretty old. And we in the kitchen there's a uh, electric stove. Well, I shouldn't out myself. But anyway, I wanted to get a gas stove, even though they're about to outlaw those in Oakland. Sorry. So I wanted to get a gas stove, and I figured a house this old with with an electric stove didn't have a gas line. So I spent like two grand last month to get the gas line extended from down below the house up into the kitchen. They demolished the kitchen yesterday. They take out the electric stove. They're like, oh, what's that? A gas line. So if you ever want to throw away two grand, I got ideas for you. I invented <laughs> new ways to do it. It's so much fun. <laughs> and you can't Black chalk it up to anything. Like, hey, well, at least I can do bucks. this with it. Like, now I have two gas lines in my kitchen. Dope. So much better than one. Super That's what happy. I'm saying. Lap dances just went down to 99 bucks. You heard it here first. <laughs> Twerking. Okay, thank you very much, everyone. I'm out. Wait, no, I'm not. Ken says, don't understand what the hype is about Trey, yet you make it seem like Brock can't improve. You're way too optimistic about Trey Lance. Who did Trey beat? The garbage Texans! I don't know, Ken. And you know I'm what? I'm not doing this again. You just again. changed my mind. You just changed my mind, Ken. I'm, I'm all yeah. in with Brock. Screw Trey. Yeah. I, you just, when you put it that way, I hope you had an asbestos <laughs> survey first. Oh, asbestos? Knocked, yeah. I don't know. Uh, also, nothing in the kitchen was insulated, so they have to put that in, too. Yeah. And we're changing all the um, pipes. Other than that, buying an 85-year-old house has been dope. I love it. Yeah. Really I'm good. sure there's not asbestos. You guys you guys had somebody come out and do like a... What is it called when you buy a house that's been sold? No long. one told us we had a gas line, though. No one. <laughs> no one. Oh, an inspection. Like somebody did an inspection, right? hundreds of pages right? of information. Nothing about that. It's cool. It's just money. Super, I made like two grand in Super Chats tonight, so we're good. Thank you, everyone, for Did paying you, for my second gas. You had an inspection, though, right? You had an inspection yeah. when you bought the house? Yeah, okay, yeah. He's good. There's no yeah. asbestos. In. They would have tested for that. They have to legally on a, a house that, that old, so he's good. California, though, you have to put down offers with no contingencies. You don't have to do that anywhere else. Good times. That's what I was saying. Yeah, that's good rough. Times. Good times. Everyone, thanks for watching the show. I really appreciate each and every one of you, sincerely, from the bottom of my heart. Have a great, not just night, life. Life. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I went there. Above and beyond. Thanks, yeah. everyone. Great. Thanks, everyone.